Blessings, this is Minister Tyshawn Gibbons on another episode of What Does the Word Say? We go and apply the word of God to our everyday life to fulfill the purpose to go forth and do that which God has called us to do. So look, today I want to talk to you about is how do we get there? How do we get to where God is calling us to to get to our desires, to get to that thing that we think about day in, day out. I want to share something with you, but before we get started, let's have a moment of prayer. Father, I do thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people. I thank, I thank you, Father, that it's all of you and none of me. I thank you for direction and guidance, that those who have an ear will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, that they will get some instructions, that they will get some guidance, they will get some fuel, that take him through this week and the rest of this year to go forth and triumph in victory in the name of Jesus. So blessings. Like I was saying, um, I wanted to talk about how do we get there? How do we get to where God is desiring us to be? Many of us may be feeling like we're behind schedule, not where... We thought we would be at a certain point of our life. But God said it's not too late. You still have time because you still got what breath in your body. So don't get wrapped up too much that of the things that you didn't do. Let's focus on the things that you can do moving forth. And the scripture text, our foundation text is going to come from Proverbs 16. Let's see, we're going to start at verse three. This translation is the Amplified. I like it um, the best um, dealing with this subject we're talking about. And it says as such, commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him and your plans will succeed. If you respond to his will and guidance. And so when I'm looked at this scripture when God was breaking it down, committing your works to the Lord. You have things that you know you've been called to do, things that you've been meditating on, things that you've been thinking about for years now, for weeks now, and you're not moving in the direction that you want to. Look, some people may be in a bank but they really desire is that they want to go out and work with the youth. Some people may be in retail when they are selling clothes, but really what they desire is they want to design clothes. Many of us may want to start an organization or a nonprofit or get into a business that's been in our hearts and our minds for years now. But we can never really see where to go, probably because we got caught up in the world system and listened to someone or listened to ourselves where we looked at the circumstance and said, well, that's not going to be possible because I don't know how to get from A to B. So a lot of us, beloved, what we have done is minimize the power, minimize the authority of God that's given us. By saying, since we naturally couldn't see which direction to go, that we was just going to stay 
our current positions. We weren't going to step out of the boat. We wasn't going to take a leap of faith. But when we go to this scripture in Proverbs 16, commit your works to the Lord. So that thing that you desire to do, that thing that God has placed in your heart, that's why you can't seem to let it go. He said, if you commit that thing over to him, say, okay, Lord, how do I do this? How do I get to that place, that destination that you want me to? Then he says, if you do this, he says, then that what you've been thinking about, that what you've been um, looking for direction, he said, it will succeed and it will be established. But first you have to listen to what he say, be obedient to what he says, commit your work to him, listen to the direction that he's telling you. Listen, a lot of us want to pray to God, then we want to give him the way we feel it should work. Then when it doesn't work, we say to ourselves, well, I guess it wasn't God's plan for me to do that. That's not the case. If you take the time and look back over your life, many times what we have done is say, well, Lord, if it doesn't happen this way, I don't believe it's going to happen. So what we say is not your will, but let my will, meaning let the way I want to do it be done because the way you may be asking doesn't make sense. And let me share this clearly with you, beloved. What God tells us is not going to make sense. It's not going to make sense to our senses, our emotions. It's not going to make sense to our our eyes or uh, what we're hearing. We're going to always question that because that's what happened when we got locked up into the world system. But God says that he has come to set us free from that system. But first, we have to commit our ways unto him. We have to find the direction through him how to get to the purpose that he placed in you. So first, you got to first get the direction from the Lord. What he says, do. We cannot compromise the word of God and say, I want to do X, Y, Z, which he's giving you that desire to do. But when he tells you this is how you do it, when he tells you you're going to have to give, when he tells you you're going to have to leave your comfort zone, when he tells you you're going to have to do certain things, put more hours in, more time in getting that direction from me, spending more time in fellowship, you can't say, well, whoa, 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 how am I going to do that? Well, I guess that's not God's will. No, it's his will. But what you have to eliminate is the self-doubt. You have to know that you're more than a conqueror and that what God has begun on you, that he will finish it too. He is the author and finisher of your faith. Matter of fact, he's giving you the measure of faith that you need to accomplish everything that you're looking for. But until you make the quality decision to say, I'm going to listen to what he says, not myself, not what my mama say, not what my wife says, not what, you know, other individuals may say. Now, listen, there's nothing wrong with getting um, counseling before you move. There's nothing wrong with having people um, that have your back, that have your best interest and listen to what they said. But once again, when I said before, those who have an ear, listen 
to what the spirit of the Lord saying. It will always be confirmation coming back to you when you're about to make that leap, when you're about to make that decision. And he will show you exactly how to get there. So if you have a desire and you said, you know, I'm tired of how my life been, I'm tired how my life is going. I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. I don't feel like I'm, I don't think I'm in the will of God. Because one way to find out if you in the will of God is just to go into the word. Because number one, he says that he desires that you prosper and be in good health just as your soul prosper. So if prosperity is not there, it's something you need to check. He says this, like if you're married, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor. So if favor is not um, uplining in your marriage then you can say to yourself, I'm not in the will. If sickness and different things are going on in your life, that's not the will of the Father. That's not the direction. That's not what he has for you. He says he's giving you everything to life and godliness, and he wants you to rule in everything you do. But first, you have to commit that thing unto him that your thoughts may be established, that he can show you which way to go. He can show you how to grow, how to get more mature in the thing that he's calling you to do. Then you will find yourself being successful. Amen. Um, another scripture that can line up with what we're talking about here could be found in the book when Jesus is letting us know that we ought to embody in him. And he ought to abide in us. You can find it in John 15, verse 4. Starting at verse 4, we can read that real quick. He says, remain in me as I remain in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. Neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. That sums it up right there. You're trying to do that thing that God has placed in you, that seed that he has injected into you. And you're saying, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing the fruits of my labor. But he says, you have to abide in him, meaning you have to commit your ways unto him. Then you will start producing that which he has called you to do. Then you will make your way successful. Then you will see the manifestation of what God has called you to do. Then and only then, look, it can't be a compromise. We can't have one foot in doing it how the world says and then one foot out doing it how God says. It's unequally. You will never see the manifestation doing that way. You have to fully commit to this thing. Now, look, I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but I'm saying this. When you make that decision that, look, I've been doing it my way long enough and I have not yet seen the manifestation of what God has called me financially to have. I haven't seen um, my family lining up to be the Christian family and have Christian values that God has spoken for us to have. I haven't seen myself make the impact in my community. I haven't seen myself manifest that that job 
manifest that uh, creativity that's in me yet. But this is what I'm going to say to you. You still have time. You still can move forward. You still can get there. But first, you have to commit your ways unto him. Say, Lord, I give it unto you. I let it go and I hand it to you. Show me which way to go. Show me how I need to do this thing. Because, beloved, you don't want to spend a whole lifetime and not see the manifestation of God in your life. You have eternal life. You have salvation. That's good. But that's only part of it. God says that he wants you to do exceedingly above all that you can even ask or think. He says that the works that he did and even greater should you do. It is time for you to take your place. It is time for you to take your mantle here on earth and do that which God has called you to do. I don't want you to get to the other side of glory and say, I woulda, coulda, shoulda, and then do what God called you to do. That dream, that vision, uh, that desire that you have in you has to come out of you. And the way that you do it is committing your works, uh, commit your ways. He says, our thoughts are not his thoughts, nor always his ways, says the Lord. But this is what he desires. He desires for us to think like he thinks. He says, let this mind be in you. That's also on Christ. God is not trying to hide nothing from you. He's trying to get it all to you. But you got to first understand it's not going to work out until you commit to him. It's not going to flourish the way that you want it to, the way that he wants it to, until you commit your ways to him. Have a strong value that from this day forth, everything I do, I lean upon you and all my ways, I acknowledge the father. He says this, seek first the kingdom of God. Look, he cannot be Third on the line, fifth on the line, he has to be first. Once you start making him first in your daily routine, first when it comes to your finances, first when it comes to your marriage, doing it the way that he's called you to do, that's how you commit. It's all or nothing. I'm giving everything to you. I'm leaning upon you. I lean not to my own understanding. All my ways, I acknowledge you. Why? Because I know that you will direct my path. I know that you have the plan. Listen, I hope this encourages somebody. I hope this will establish your plan going forth for the rest of the year. I would like to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you right now for your directions for the people of God. I thank you that now we have understanding that we need to commit our work to you, that our thoughts will be established, that we may succeed in everything we do, Lord God. You said in your word that, Lord God, if I'll acknowledge you, you should direct my path. You said, Lord God, whatever I put my hands to, it shall succeed. But first, we understand that we have to commit it unto you. So, Lord God, I speak now that every work that we go for, for every dream, every vision, everything that you are placed in us, that, Lord God, that we're more 
and able to do it because Lord God, greater is he that's in us than he's in the world. Lord God, no good thing are you trying to withhold from us. And we thank you that we see the fruits of our labors because we're embinding in you, Lord God. We are connected to the vine, Lord God. And since we are connected, we shall produce fruit, good fruits. We should see, Lord God, 30, 60, 100 folds of Lord God, of what you have called us to do, Lord God. We see the harvest, Lord God, of the works that you have sent us to do, that you have placed us to do, Lord God, that we glorify you here upon earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. I pray that the rest of your week is blessed, favor, and then everything you do, it prospers. This is Minister Tyshawn Gibbons on what does the word say? And remember, believe in God because he believes in you. God bless. Blessings. This is Minister Tyshawn Gibbons on another episode of what does the word say? Hey, we're going to continue into the lesson that I was teaching on yesterday about committing your works to the Lord on how to get to God's purpose in your life. Let's start off with prayer. Father, I do thank you for another opportunity to speak to your people. I thank you, Lord God, for your direction, your guidance. I thank you that those who have an ear will hear what the Spirit of the Lord said. Lord God, I ask you to feed them with something that they are in need for. Let them hear something that will show them directions, show them the guidance open up their mind for they can see how to get to your purpose that you have placed in them in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. I want to continue, like I said, um, where we left off yesterday on the segment, well, how to get to the purpose that God has for your life. And our foundation scripture could be found in Proverbs 16 verse three. And I'm reading from the Amplified Translation, which says this. Commit your works to the Lord. Submit and trust them to him and your plans will succeed. If you respond to his will and guidance, praise God. I like where it says your plans will succeed. Like I was saying on the last episode, your thought. That thought, those things that you are thinking about constantly, you're dreaming about, you, you see yourself doing them, you're daydreaming when you wake up, when you're at your job, when you're at your desk, when you're driving in your car, you're saying to yourself, that's the thing I desire to do, but I don't know how to get there. It's been years now, it's been months now, and it seems... That time is just passing you by and you're asking yourself, how do I get to the plan that God is showing me? I know that he wants me to do this, but life may have thrown you some circumstances, maybe some setbacks. Maybe you started something and then you stopped. Maybe it didn't work out. So then you felt like a failure. Maybe people with negativity spoken in your life and saying, that's not going to work. That's not good for this time or whatever. It can be a 
numerous amount of things that can have you right now stuck in the rut and not moving into the things that God has for you. But hopefully in this segment, we can open up some doors. We can get some more fuel. We can get that desire, that passion back and help you on your way to succeeding in what God has called you to do. Once again, let's look at it. He says, commit your works to the Lord. And I, like I said before, when we committing, we're saying that we're all in. We're handing it over to him. The Bible says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. He cares to see that you succeed. He cares to see that what he has called you to do is being established here on earth. That's why he placed that desire, that calling in you. But in order to get there, we have to start committing our works into him. The Bible lets us know it's not us who do the work, but him who does the work through us. And that's one thing, beloved, we have to start realizing. If God has called you to do something, he's going to empower you to do that. He's going to show you the instructions. He's going to show you the way. But if you don't go to the creator who created you, you won't create that which he has told you to do. And you will continue saying to yourself, how I'm going to do it. You'll always look at the circumstance and say, well, I don't have enough money. You will say, well, I'm not educated in that field. Well, I never went to school for this. Well, I never finished school for that. Later for all that, we talking about the God who created heaven and earth, the God who created you in your complexity, you think that he can't show you direction to how to start up your business, show you directions on how to start creating that product. You think he can't place you with the right people, with the right connections to get moving in your desire and your purpose? Ask yourself that question. And we already know the answer to that. That's too hard for God. And we like to quote that and it sounds very spiritual and when we quoting it, but ask yourself, do you really believe it? Because if you really believe it, then you would already have started moving it into that direction. And if you haven't, then that's when you had to question, where's my heart at? Where's my mind at? Lord, I truly do believe, but I just don't see how to get there. Now, that's what we can deal with. And then when we're dealing with that, we can look into the scripture. One thing and like the base scripture is telling us to do is commit our ways to him. Stop trying to do it our way. Stop saying, Lord, well, I want to do X, Y, and Z because that makes sense. I said in the last episode, when God is calling you out to do something, he wants to make sure he gets the glory. So he's not going to make it that easy. He's not going to make it for, well, you know, if sister so-and-so does X, Y, and Z, she's going to think that, yeah, I was able to do this. But God wants to receive all the glory. But that's a good thing because when God gets the glory, when people see your works, they see you moving in the things of God, they glorify the creator. That makes them want to gravitate to who created you to the non-believer, those who doubt when they seen you step out and doing something that at first they was like, man, 
that, you know, he will never get that done or she can't do that. She's too, you know, whatever they want to label you as. But when they see you with the handicaps, when they see you with, you know, some things not going your way financially, but God opens that door because you have committed your work to him. It says, hey, Lord, take this plan that you're giving me and show me how to write it out. Show me how to write out that business business proposal. Show me how to connect with um, people in my field to get my nonprofit or whatever it is started. Show me how to get the money or the finance to go back to school. If I can get my, you know, um, PhD or bachelor's or master's or whatever it is that you need to go to that next level, commit your ways to him, commit your works to him. And then your plans will succeed. And when I read the word of God, I love it when it said, and it shall or it will. Because when I see that, that means it's going to happen. It's not, or it may, possibility, perhaps. It doesn't say that. It says, once you commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him. And your plans will succeed. Submitting them to them, meaning handing them over to them, giving to them, and say, Lord, I've been going away long enough and I haven't seen the fruits yet. I haven't even got moving yet because, you know, I may be walking in self doubt. I may not see exactly how to get there. But when you sit there and say, Lord, Father, I'm handing it over to you. You know, those who are out there who have kids and your children ask you for help. You're not going to sit there and just brush them off. If you're a good father, if you're a good mother, you say, come here, son. Come here, daughter. Let me help you with this. Let me show you how to do this. At first, when they didn't know how to tie their shoes, you showed them how to get their shoes tied. Now they can do them on their own. You showed them how to cook. You know, before you started from the basic, but as they allowed you to show them how to do certain things. They progressed in those things. And then later on, they was able to do them on itself. They committed their ways to you because they, guess what? They needed to learn. They wanted to learn. You was trying to show them how to drive a car. You know, you were scared. You was fearful. But you wanted to get that child their license because that was their desire. Now, that same desire that God has for you. You want to get there. And he says, I want to show you the way, but first you have to commit that way unto him. And all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He shall ordain yourself. The Bible says the steps of a righteous are ordained by him. So when you think about that, the great creator created you he created you from a purpose. He says, I know the beginning from the end. So he says, I know the plans that I have for your life. So if he knows the plan, then he knows the way. He says, I am the way maker. When it seems not to be a way that you can do what you're trying to do, hand it over to God. Give it to him. Commit your works to him. Amen. And you will see that plan, that vision, that dream start to prosper. Why? Because He's given it to you and he wants it to come to pass. Amen. Listen, we said on the last episode about embodying in him and him abiding in you. And without him, 
without Jesus, without the Father, and binding you and showing you that what he called you to do, you can do nothing. But through him, what does he say? You can do all things. Once again, all means all. It's no substitute. It's not maybe, could, or should, or will be maybe. It's all things. All means all. So when he says through him, you can do all things. Receive that and say, I can do it. I will do it. I must do it. Why? Because he's placed it in you. And until you make that decision, you're going to continue having years and weeks and minutes pass by, never feeling fulfilled, never feeling that full um, desire that what God has called you to do. You won't have it come to fruition until you commit your works unto him. But beloved, this is the whole great thing about it. He wants you to succeed more than you want yourself to succeed. He wants you to start that business. He wants you to have that life and have that life more abundantly. He don't want you to continue to be going through life and just barely making it, just sitting there, just trying to survive. God, the father, the creator is a good father. And what he wants you to do is thrive. Not just survive. He wants you to thrive in everything that he's called you to do. Now, one thing you're going to have to do is get in place. If you're not where God has called you to be, you can't sit there another moment and say and just cry and complain and wish you could have committed to him and then watch that thing start moving. Yeah, you've been in a certain place. You've been in a holding position. You know, I said on another episode, sometimes it feels like we've been in a layover. It feels like, you know, everybody else is taking off, but you're still here. God says you still have time. You have time to move in the things that he has called you to do. Amen. Now, look, it's not it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it in the long run. You know, it's not just going to fall on your lap, but when you make that commitment, he said it's going to succeed. You're going to go through some growing pains because like in the upper, last episode when I was discussing this, when you're stepping out into the unknown, the senses is going to fight against you. When you're doing something in, you know, your family that nobody else did, you're going to finish college or you know, you're you're going to be the first millionaire. You're the first entrepreneur. It's going to be challenges. But God says he knows and he has equipped you to do that. What he's called you to do that. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. That you're going to be the head and not the tail. But first, you have to commit your works and bide in him and him in you that he Know this one thing. Greatest he that's in you than he's in the world. And if God be for you, who or what can be against you? I want you to take that as you're moving forth, as you're pressing forth, going forth for what God has called you to do. This is how we're going to get there. We commit our ways unto him. We're embodying him. We're saying, Lord, have your way. 
I'm handing it over to you. I'm casting the cares to you. And I know that they're going to be established. Amen. Look, I'll bless you guys. I thank you for listening to another episode. I hope that it's been a blessing to you and that you receive some. Let's close out with prayer. Father, I do thank you, Lord God, for the encouragement that you have given the people to move forward, to trust in you, to lean not to their own understanding. Lord God, I declare that they're going to move forward. I declare and decree, Lord God, that that what you have placed in them that he who begin a good work shall finish it to the end. That, Lord God, that they're going to do mighty and great things in your name. I pray now, Lord God, for financial prosperity. Thanks to open up and their favors, Lord God. Whatever they need to get their project started. Whatever they need to go forth in the kingdom to do your work. I pray that they will see the way. They will know the way. Let their eyes be opened up. Let their mind receive and hear what you are telling them to do. And let them be obedient as they go forth and accomplish great things in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, this is Minister Tyshawn Gibbons on What Does the Word Says. And remember, believe in God because he believes in you. God bless you.